Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for another episode of Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Hi, I'm Sandra Champlain. For almost 25 years, I've been on a journey to prove the existence of life after death. On each episode, we'll discuss the reasons we now know that our loved ones have survived physical death. And so will we. Welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. Did you know that there are some pine trees and the only way they can reproduce is if their pine cones are subjected to intense fire, intense heat, and then they'll start to grow So some of those gigantic forest fires that happen that you think everything is lost, well, it's actually what's needed for these little trees to start growing. I want to introduce you to Brian Smith, who actually has made his life about grief to growth, meaning those really tough times, that real heavy-duty fire and pain and agony that we go through as human beings actually can lead to our growth if we let it. He is the author of the book Grief to Growth. He has the website Grief to Growth with the number two. He also has the Grief to Growth podcast, which he interviews people that have been through just horrendous things and how they've grown from it. He and his wife are also leaders of the Cincinnati chapter of Helping Parents Heal, which is an amazing organization for parents who have children living in the unseen world now. He's a magnificent man, and I want to introduce you to him today. Hello, Brian, and welcome. Thanks, Sandra. It's good to be here. So tell us your story. Uh, what do you do for a living? Well, you know, where you live in Ohio. And sure. talk a little bit in, about yourself and your wife and um, how your story well, unfolds. What I do for a living um, is I run an, an internet company. We sell hair and skin care supplies. Um, it's an, an online store that my wife and I have been running together for the last uh, 17 years. We live in southwest Ohio, just outside of Cincinnati. Uh, I have two daughters, uh, Kayla and Shana. Shana is in spirit. She passed in 2015, but she's still a very, very active part of our family, still motivates me to do what I do every day. So when Shana passed in 2015, um, I started just a whole series of synchronicities happened that led me to a group called Helping Parents Heal, uh, which you mentioned earlier. And my, my wife and I, we started the Cincinnati chapter I think it was in 2016. We ran that for about a year. And actually, then we transitioned over to running the online group, which is Helping Parents Heal Online, which is a a Facebook group. And we started that in um, 2019, I guess 2017. And uh, we've got about 4,600 members in that group now. So that group is for parents whose children have transitioned and are in the spirit world. And we try to help them understand their children did not die, basically. 
that they're still here with them, still very active part of their lives and want us to be happy. So we, uh, we talk about things that help people understand the continuation of life, things like near-death experiences, uh, mediumship, all the afterlife studies that are going on, things of that nature. So as I said, we've been running that group for a couple of years now. Can I ask a little bit about your daughter and what happened, if it's appropriate? Yeah, sure. Um, Shana was an extremely active, very popular, outgoing girl. She was uh, 15 years old, as I said. She was a freshman in high school. Um, and in, in the school system that we're in, the freshmen go to a separate building. So she was at the at the freshman building. She never actually made it to main campus. Uh, she was a basketball player from the time she was five years old up until I guess she was about 13 or 14. And she had played at a national level for basketball, went to the national finals a couple of times for AAU, came in second place in, in the championship, national championship. She decided in eighth grade she wanted to play volleyball. She just gave up basketball and decided to play volleyball. And Shana was great at everything she tried, especially she was really coordinated with her hands. So we said, Shana, if you're going to switch sports, you might not do so well in volleyball because you've never played before. Well, long story short, she made the freshman team uh, her first time out. Um, she tried out for a uh, AAU team. She made the national team for that that team and actually was on a traveling team the last year that she was uh, she was with us. So she and my wife, Ty, were in Orlando uh, at the national tournament the week before Shana passed. This was in the summer. It was uh, early June or middle June. Uh, came back from the tournament and she was you know, back home and she just passed in her sleep. It was very sudden. It was totally unexpected. She did have a heart condition that we knew about. Uh, she was seeing a cardiologist for every couple of years, uh, but she had been cleared for sports. Uh, she never had any issues where she even passed out or anything. She was on no, med no medications and the conditions she had, if it had affected her, it should have affected her while she was active. It should not have affected her while she was asleep. So I say all that to say that it was just totally unexpected. We just found her in her room that morning and she was unresponsive. I can't even imagine. I'm so sorry. I know we believe in the afterlife. I know she's very much alive, but I can't imagine anything worse. Yeah, you know, it, it was obviously a, a huge, huge shock to the system. I think things happened for a reason. I always had this this fear of death myself from the time I was a young kid, and that was due to toxic religion. I, I feared God. I feared death. And so I had done a lot of studies on the afterlife to just kind of alleviate my own anxieties. So several years before, prior to Shana's passing, I had started studying a lot about the afterlife, reading everything I get my hands on as far as near-death experiences, afterlife communications, you know, mediumship, et cetera. So I have to say in one sense, when Shana did transition, I never worried about where Shana was. Um, I always knew that, that Shana was okay. So that was, that was, I would say, kind of a blessing in disguise. Still had to go through the normal pr grieving process, still go through grieving process. That was at least one thing that I was spared. Yeah, the grieving process is, to me, the worst pain any human being will ever have to endure. It's brutal. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is really brutal. But um, again, I don't feel like I was ever you know, left alone. At the time when this happened, I had started uh, walking for exercise. So mm -hmm. I'd walk, I don't know, probably half an hour every morning or so. I listened to music and stuff. 
And then after Shana passed, for some reason, I decided to look for a podcast on grief. I don't know why. I didn't, even, didn't really listen to podcasts that much then. But I was like looking for something I could listen to as I walked. And I found your audio about grief. And I downloaded that. And I remember lying on my bed and listening to that. And that helped me just so tremendously to understand what grief is, what I was going through, what I could expect. Uh, then I invited my wife to listen to that audio. We listened to it together. And that that helped us tremendously. Uh, that was just that was a real blessing for us. So I want to thank you, you know, for that. You are most welcome. Thanks for listening. And I really believe in synchronicities that have us be here today. Uh, my dad used to always say coincidences are God's way of remaining anonymous, you know, and I love that. Mm-hmm. But I do think with Shana's transition and my dad going the way he did and me going on my journey to investigate, you doing your preliminary research just to comfort yourself, it's all part of a much bigger picture. And like what you and Ty do today, along with helping parents heal, unfortunately, you couldn't be doing so much service had you not been where you've been. It would take me hours to tell you all the synchronicities that led me to where I am today. But someone told me to contact a guy named Mark Ireland, who I'd never heard of, uh, said he had lost his son. He had written a couple of books and maybe Mark could help me. So I reached out to him. He emailed me back and sent me his, his books and I read those found out he had started this organization called Helping Parents Heal. My wife and I had never been to Phoenix before, and we always went to the beach for vacation with the girls. And my older daughter, Kayla, said, I don't want to go to the beach this year. Let's go somewhere completely different. Let's go to the desert. So we booked a vacation to Phoenix, and it turns out that we were staying only half an hour or so away from where Elizabeth Blasson lives, who was the founder of Helping Parents Heal. I knew Mark. Mark talking about Helping Parents Heal. Elizabeth was living there, so we met her for breakfast. She said, when you guys are up for it, why don't you become leaders? So we became leaders of Helping Parents Heal, which led us to all the conferences and stuff we went to, and which led me to the conference where I met you. Know, where I, met you. So I don't think any of this stuff happens by accident. And the more I see unfolding, the more I guess I can trust that you know, there's a reason for it. And Shane is just the kind of person that would have said, hey, I'll be the one to go at 15. That'll be fun. Um, And it's just the way she lived her life. Everything for her was an adventure. When she was about 10, I guess, she was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, which was, it was really, really bad. Her numbers were like off the chart bad. It would have been crippling, but we found medications that helped and that was great. But Shana had been healthy up until that point. And I remember the first time she had that blood drawn, she was like, I wonder what it's like to have blood drawn. I mean, that's just the way she, she approached everything in life. And she would say things like, I like to break my leg so I can see what it's like to walk on crutches. And we're like, Shana, don't wish for that. Well, then she actually tore her ACL playing basketball and got the opportunity to walk on crutches. Mm-hmm. That's just the way she she embraced everything with life. She just went for everything and was a, a real leader. She had a group of, of girls that followed her, even though she was younger than the, the children that she was around because she actually worked a year ahead in school. So that's just who she was. The legacy that she has left for someone that was only here for 15 years, it amazes me. I mean, at our memorial service, we had no idea how many people were going to be there. So we had a place that held about 500 people. There were at least 750 people that came through. Um, my wife and I greeted people as they came through for like two hours. And finally, we had to cut the line off because we had to start the service. But the line was like out the door Amazing. for a girl who was 
said 15 years old, and we homeschooled her every year except for her last two years in school. So she wasn't even in public school for most of her life. Um, but that was just the kind of impact that she had. And I hate to say that in the past tense because her impact goes forward. You know, again, she only played one year of volleyball, but they put up a mor- memorial in the high school to her and two other girls on the team that passed around the same time. So that's just how much she impressed the, you know, the, the people at her school. So very proud of her. And uh, what I do now is try to make her proud of me. What's your other daughter like, Brian? She's a very, very compassionate person. Uh, she and Shana were like twins. I mean, they were they were three years apart in age, but really pretty much like twins, but, you know, best friends of each other. You know, we really worried about the impact that Shana's passing would have on, on Kayla. She's been amazingly resilient. I think we find out when things like this happen that we are as strong as we need to be. And I'm really proud of, of her. We need to take a quick break and we'll be back with Brian Smith from Grief to Growth. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stay right there. There's more Sandra coming right up. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com shades today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot shades. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount+. Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. The Internet is an extraordinary resource that links our children to a world of information, experiences, and ideas. It can also expose them to risk. Teach your children the basic safety rules of the virtual world. Our children are everything. 
do everything for them. Younger looks in minutes, it's real with Instantly Ageless from HealthyLooking.com. This velvety micro cream applied to areas on the face immediately diminishes visible signs of aging. Great for bags under the eyes, forehead wrinkles, saggy eyebrows, crow's feet, and facial pores. Now look your beautiful best in less than two minutes with Instantly Ageless. And it works great for women and men. Here's what happened when they tried Instantly Ageless on the doctors. But I want you all to imagine a cream that can instantly remove your under eye bags. We're going to put it to the test with our good friend, Dr. Sonia Batra. So what, what is this product? So this is a product we're going to see if it works. It's called Instantly Ageless. And the idea is that it works very quickly. Is you just need a very small amount. And then you apply it to areas where you might be a little bit puffy. I have just looked at what's in this product and I've looked at the ingredients. And one of them is something called argiraline, which is sort of a darling in dermatology right now. It's a peptide or a protein that actually relaxes is the muscle. It's also called Botox in a bottle. It's meant to relax muscle and work like Botox. I mean, you can literally see it working but, as you're yeah. putting it on. The other active ingredient in this is silicates, which are almost act like a clay. They're minerals, and they're making the skin sort of tighter. It's actually increasing the surface tension on the skin to push that herniated fat pad back. Order yours today at HealthyLooking.com or by phone at 800-604-3129. 800-604-3129. Our starter kit is only $19.99, including shipping. And the full-size box has now been discounted substantially as well. Put your best face forward instantly with Instantly Ageless from HealthyLooking.com. That's HealthyLooking.com. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we are here with Brian Smith from Grief to Growth. Brian, I know about you, but I don't know your wife too well. Can you tell us about Ty and how she is doing? Yeah, I got to say, I'm really proud of her, too. Before this happens, I said because of my, my background with religion and my fear of death and all that kind of stuff, I had studied this stuff like crazy. I had started meditating. I was really into it. She, not so much. She, you know, she would read books for book club, you know, but she always read fiction. She never listened to the podcast I listened to or anything like that. After Shana passed, she has made a huge shift. So it's interesting. Her father had passed a couple of years earlier from Alzheimer's, but he was, you know, like late 70s. So, you know, she thought, well, this is a natural course of things. You know, he's he's in heaven now. I'll see him, you know, maybe one day. And I think she kind of just set that aside. But when you lose a child, it breaks you wide open and you have to know where are they? Not just are they in heaven you know, or maybe they're in heaven. You have to know. And again, I remember the first thing was that that grief audio that you had made. You know, she and I sat down, listened to that together. And then she started finding her own podcast, listening to some of the podcasts that I listened to, doing her own you know, research and, and reading and stuff. She was the one that found Suzanne Giesman, who is a medium that we both know we're actually becoming friends with now. We went to her conference down in Florida, which is where we met Tracy Susie and Beth West, who are the other co-leaders of the online group. So that led to that. But that was all kind of instigated by by my wife, Ty. So she's really you know, she's jumped in. You know, again, you, you think of a mother losing a daughter and both my girls look just like my wife. They're they're like so close. Uh, they were so close to each other. 
So I, I didn't know how you know she would take it, but she's done very well and been amazingly resilient and really stepped up to help other people. Well, that's just it. This being of service is such a beautiful thing, especially when we are caught up in grief. It really does help with the healing process. So. Yeah, it really does. You know, um, there has, you have to take time for yourself. Mm-hmm. And of course, depending on where you are when the grief hits you, that may be a longer, shorter period of time. It's different for everybody. But for me, a big part of my healing process is helping other people. It was pretty quickly after, you know, Shana passed that we decided we wanted to lead a chapter of Helping Parents Heal. And at the time, I think they had a policy, not really a policy, but they wanted you to be in about a year in before you started trying to, you know, lead other people. But um, we just felt like we felt moved to, you know, jump in, you know, faster. And so um, I'd encourage people that when something like this strikes, it does help to help other people. And being around the parents, you know, we were around people that were that that more time in, they've been longer since their kids passed. Those people were inspirational to us because when your child passes, you're like, I or I can speak for myself. I don't want to be here. You know, I want to be where she is. You don't even know if you're going to survive it. So being seeing people that have survived it and uh, like Elizabeth Bassan, who's just an amazing human being and seeing what she's made of this since her son Morgan passed. You know, that gave me inspiration. And then seeing people coming in after me and being able to help them, you know, gave me motivation. I started a blog not too long after Shana passed, which is kind of an open diary. And I would blog about my day and stuff. Down as I, you know, I, I have been, I always tried to bring some sort of hope to people to say and to let them know, you know, you're going to feel this way and it's okay to feel this way and it's it's normal to feel this way. but if you hang in there for another day, you know, you can, you can overcome it. Wow. Do you still have that blog? Yeah, I do. I do still that blog. It's, um, it's shanaelaine.com. So it's S-H-A-Y-N-A and their middle name is E-L-A-Y-N-E. Um, so it's shanaelaine.com. It has over a thousand entries. Um, wow. Shana keeps telling me that I'm going to turn it into a book someday. So we'll see if that happens. But that, so that's come through several different uh, mediums I've had readings with. But uh, as I said, I, I kind of started as a as a diary. And then I, when I realized a few people were, were reading it, you know, then I had to kind of look, you know, be a little bit more outward focused, focused. And it's just, you know, it's my observations. It's it's some of it's just like what happened to me that day. Can you talk about some of the signs you've had from Shana? Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like where to start. Shana is an excellent communicator. So we get like you get these lists of signs that people talk about, like, you know, strange animal behavior, feathers, coins, uh, electronics. With Shana, it's all the above. So, you know, I remember one time I give you a couple of examples. But one time um, after Shana passed, I was like, okay, I want dimes. I want something specific, not just pennies or whatever. So if I find a dime, I'm going to take that as a sign from Shana. So this was about three months after she had passed. And uh, Kayla and and Ty and I were up um, Putin Bay, which is a place about three hours from us up on the Lake Erie, up in Lake Erie, Ohio. And I was out for my morning walk and I, I was having a really rough day. And I said, Shana, I need a sign for you today. So I'd like to find a dime sometime today. So finished my walk, came back, picked up Ty and Kayla. We were getting the shuttle to go to catch the ferry. 
Ty and Kayla get in the front seat and it was a van. So I decided I was going to get in the back seat. So as I bent down to get in the van and the back seat, I looked under the seat and there was a dime, just a single dime sitting under the seat. Nice. And so it's not just the fact that I found the dime, but you know, it's, it's the timing right. uh, of finding it. What, on a day when I specifically asked her for that specific sign, Shana will, she'll mess with electronics. Unfortunately, sometimes she breaks things. Like what do you mean? <laughs> well, my computer one day just, just the hard drives just started acting really, really weird, and it wouldn't boot. It was just, and it was about three days, and I was, I was just getting really frustrated. And I called the guy that works on my machines. He goes, "I think you're going to need a new computer. I don't know what's going on with that." And I just said to Shana, "I said, Shana, I think you're doing this. Could you just knock it off?" And the next day, it just started working. A couple days or weeks later, I had a meeting reading. They said Shana said she messes with your computer. And again, so it's the specific Great. sign, but it's in someone else telling me a couple of weeks later, yeah, Shana said she did that. We get stuff like that. There was not too long after she passed, my daughter Kayla was sitting out on the deck and she said, no, daddy, come here. I'm in my office working. I was like, okay, Kayla, what do you want? So I, I go out on the deck and she said, there's this butterfly and she's been hanging around me for like 10 minutes. She keeps looping, flying away, coming back. And uh, I said, okay, that's really interesting, sweetie. So I come back in my office. And I'm working about 15 minutes later. She says, she calls me again and I go out. The butterfly is still there and it sits on the rail and it lets her touch it. Stuff like that. Kayla's had some pretty miraculous uh, dreams. She's had dreams that are kind of uh, prophetic. So she's seen things like in her dream and then later on we'll see it in person. She had a dream once. Uh, she and Shana were in this church and she said it was it was white on the inside and they were in the church and they were coloring or something. Shana loves sweets. So Shana's like, you know, they were eating ice cream and Shana goes, well, you can have all the ice cream you want here. So a couple of weeks later, I just had this urge to watch this, watch this movie. Uh, I think it's Heaven's For Real. It's the, it's the movie about the little boy that dies and goes to heaven. Yes. So I'm like, I don't know why I had this urge to watch this movie. And I was like, I have to watch it today. So it, Redbox was sold out all over town. You couldn't find it. I drove to a location. I finally got it. I came back. Neither Kayla nor my wife were interested in watching it. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to put it on. So I put it on. They get into the movie. At one point in the movie, the, the father keeps asking the little boy about what Jesus looked like. And they kept kept showing him pictures. And he's like, no, that's not him. That's him. One day he's walking by and he sees on the father's computer this image of Jesus that was drawn by this little girl named, I think her name is Aki Ann. Mm -hmm. But she started drawing when she was a very little girl. And she draws these really, really realistic pictures of heaven and Jesus and stuff. So after the movie's over, I was telling Kayla about this little girl and how amazing she is. So I looked up on my iPad some of her paintings. And Kayla's scrolling through the paintings. And suddenly she starts shaking and she can't speak. And I'm like, what's going on? Were you okay? And I thought she was having a seizure or something. She said, where is this church? And I said, well, sweetie, I don't know. And she said, is it white on the inside? And I'm like, well, I don't know, sweetie. It's just a painting. And she said, this is a church that Shana and I were in in my dream. And the picture was titled something like heaven. So this girl had drawn this image of, of this church. And Kayla said that was a church in her dream. And she had never seen the painting before. Amazing. She sends us signs, you know, like I said, all the time. They're very amazing. You know, it's, it's it's funny. I mean, we'll have we've had dimes appear in the house. I'm walking downstairs at the basement. My she worked her office in the basement, and I'm like, why is this dime on the steps? And she, I don't know. It wasn't there when I came down, and it's just there. She's a powerful girl. I can just tell by who she was in life that she's 
still stirring things up and making things happen and wants to participate as much as she can and figure out what works, what doesn't work. Yeah. And uh, maybe she gave a little too much pressure to the computer to <laughs> break yeah. it. Yeah, she well, she, she yeah, she's, it. I, there was an outlet and the house just st- suddenly stopped working and I was going to replace it. And I was I was driving out to get, you know, get the replacement for it. I was going to have an electrician put it in. And I said, Shana, could you just please stop breaking things? And I thought one last time before I go get the outlet or call the electrician. Actually, I recalled the electrician. He was scheduled to come out. I hit the uh, the GFI one more time and it came back on. <laughs> so uh, and then she's done things like um, so we, we've got come to know Suzanne Giesman, who's, yes. uh, you know, I know, you know, Suzanne, she's an amazing medium. And Shana will drop in on her and just give her evidence. One time Suzanne calls and uh, she's done a reading with it. She said, I'm seeing this thing. It's like a purple, like Christmas ornament. It's like it's like glass and it's got all these refractory things coming out of it. And she sent it as an image of what she thought it looked like. Well, it turns out that Shana's volleyball team had given her this thing. It's called a happy thought bubble. And it's a purple ornament. Uh, we've got it hanging above the sink in our kitchen. So Suzanne had somehow seen this ornament. So Suzanne has included Shana because of some of the great evidence. And I won't tell you all of it because it, it gets boring, but it's amazing all the things she sent through Suzanne. So Suzanne's in, included Shana in one of her presentations about as one of her you know, communicators. So one day Suzanne calls up and says, I just got to ask you this. Is there a crack in the happy thought bubble? And we're like, yeah, no, I don't think so. Not that I know of. We're looking at it. It looks fine. I take it down. And at the very top of the bubble where it, where it attaches to where the string is, there's this hairline fracture that is so small, I would have never seen it. But I was like, there's a crack in it. So she's done things like that, too. Brian, we need to take a little break here. But when we come back, I want to ask you more about signs. We all want them. We all want signs from our loved ones, but not many of us get them. So what does it take to get them? So we'll be right back. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash the Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously. Wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. 
My name is Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com. Over five years ago, George Norrie approached me with a unique concept, a dating site for people searching for someone with interests in UFOs, ghosts, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and the paranormal. From that, ParanormalDate.com was born. It's a unique site for unique people, and it's free to join to look around. If you want to upgrade and enjoy more of our great features, use promo code George for a great discount. So check it out. You got nothing to lose. ParanormalDate.com. Did you know that tests that could save your life from cancer are now available for little or no cost thanks to the health care law called the Affordable Care Act? Let this be the year you get screening tests that can help detect cancer early when it's most treatable. Don't let concerns get in your way. Talk to a doctor or other medical professional to learn more about the best cancer testing options for you. Hey folks, producer Tom here reminding you to make sure and check out our official Coast to Coast AM YouTube channel. For many of us, YouTube is our go-to place for audio-visual media, and we here at Coast to Coast are happy to share free hour-long excerpts of Coast to Coast AM with you, our loyal fans and new listeners. Our YouTube channel offers many different Coast to Coast AM hour-long pieces of audio on numerous topics, including ufology, extraterrestrials, conspiracies, strange creatures, prophecies, and much, much more. There's even a section that includes our most popular uploads, such as many of the David Pilates shows on people disappearing appearing in national parks to visit or subscribe just go to youtube and type in coast to coast am official or you can simply go to the coast to coast am.com website and click on the youtube icon at the top it's the official coast to coast am youtube channel you're gonna love this just get on over to coast to coast am.com and start your free listening now and now back to sandra champlain and shades of the afterlife Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we are with Brian Smith, author of Grief to Growth. Brian, we were just talking about signs from our loved ones. We all want signs, but how many of us really keep that communication open between our loved one in the afterlife like you do? So do you have things to say about that? First of all, you have to be open to all kinds of signs. And and everybody, I think every spirit is a different type of communicator. So some people say, I want a dream. And they'll say, I haven't had a sign. And you're like, well, what do you mean? Well, they specifically say, I want a dream. I want, And it's like, well, maybe your loved one is not good at communicating through dreams, or maybe you're not ready to receive through dreams. So you have to be open to the various ways that spirit communicates. And then you have to be looking for it because otherwise finding a dime is just random. You know, uh, a bird flying into your house could just be random. But if you start looking for the patterns of these things, then it starts to make sense. And what I've been told and what I've heard is your loved ones, once you start acknowledging those signs, they'll start giving you that sign more and more. It is a two-way communication. I think uh, a journal would be good, too, to keep. I recommend often to have an empty chair next to you 
put a cup there, have a cup of coffee, have mm-hmm. a conversation. That might not be so easy. But if you have a journal, and this is what I noticed today, and in the journal, write your loved one. They can hear you. And mm-hmm. even if it's written out, and to make that a habit, I can't help but think that things will begin to unfold that way. And I think, Brian, too, just because I've interviewed enough people who've either had a near-death experience or a medium, there's halls of learning that they go to to learn. So I just don't think the moment we transition that we have all the knowledge in the universe. Yeah, they don't become all-powerful. They don't become all-knowing. And I know I know uh, these people you know, too. Suzanne Wilson talks about mm-hmm. how they do go and they learn and they, they learn how to communicate through animals and birds and stuff. It's not something that just comes naturally. And some people are, I think, better at it quicker than others. Shana always picked up on everything really quickly. So maybe it's maybe it's easy for her. And maybe for some other people, it's not quite so easy. But again, you have to be open, I think, to different ways. And I guess the other thing is when you someone's 15 when they pass and they live in your house, you know, it's it's different than losing someone who's you're not living with anymore. I mean, I, I saw Shana literally every day. Yes. And so with that to be cut off as suddenly as it was, it was just natural for me to try to maintain that relationship. And I still do. I, and even though Shana would be 19 now, I still think of her as a 15 year old. So she's still my baby. And I still, you know, I still want to be in communication with her. And she wants to be in communication with you, too. Yeah. So clear. And who planted that thought in your mind to see the Heaven is for Real movie so that you would drive to more than one red box to find it? I was driving around like, why am why do I want to see this movie? It's frankly, it's a cheesy movie. And I I don't know why. And why did I have to see it that day? You know, I don't remember if Kayla was because Kayla, you know, she wasn't living with us. She was at school. So she happened to be home that weekend. And I really had no plans for her to watch it because I knew she would she was not interested in it. So, yeah, the way that all had to work out, you know, that's that's not just a coincidence. Not at all. And the Heaven is for Real movie. Anyone who doesn't know, it's a story of a young boy who got very sick. And in his out of body experience, uh, he saw Jesus. But he also saw I think it was his grandfather. Yeah, his grandfather that he had never met. That he had never met. And it wasn't until the father went through the photo albums and he could point him right out. And he says, you know, what else do you know? And then that painting from that gal, Akien, she is like a child prodigy, how great mm-hmm. her paintings are. Her artwork for such a young age is just brilliant. But she's got this dynamic picture of Jesus that's yes. so powerful. It's a little boy in the movie, and it's based on a true story. So even though it's a movie, yes. it's based on a true story. He recognized that Jesus as the Jesus from his dream. And what is really interesting is Akien, the painter did not grow up in a religious family and wasn't even told about Jesus in the Bible or any of that. That just came to her. Yeah. I'm giving myself goosebumps right now. Well, yeah. And and so again, the movie, the little boy just happened to be walking by because his father was showing me all these pictures. I don't think his father, Lisa was was praying in the movie. I don't think he even showed it to me. Just like, yeah, that's him. Um, I, I don't remember exactly, but you know, the fact that, you know, that had to happen. And then, like I said, for, Kayla to have been in the room and then for Kayla to say, that's the church. And Kayla, I don't know if she really likes this, but Kayla's intuitive. And so she has abilities more than, than most of us do. Um, and she said, she's had several dreams of Shana. Uh, and that's one that I remember most vividly because of the validation mm-hmm. that came after she had the dream. She told us about it. We're like, 
That's really interesting, sweetie. You had a great, you know, uh, dream visit with Shana. But then for her to say, that's the very church that I saw in my dream, I thought was pretty cool. That's great. And then you and I participated in an online Zoom interview. Mm-hmm. Brian is the mystery guest, and he got a medium reading from Carrie McLeod and Philip Dykes. Phil and Carrie didn't know you. You didn't know Phil and Carrie. I do know your story mm-hmm. and about Shana. And, you know, I'm sitting there, and your grandmother came in first, and good. And um, it was almost, I don't want to say this to be funny, but like a warm up act to build yeah. up the power. Yeah. And then Phil came in with talking about Shana and it was just, I mean, brought tears to my eyes as I was listening to the information and the accuracy. And, you know, this wasn't all planned by me. No, but it's these kind of stories that need to get out that this is real, very real. Yeah. You know, I, and I've heard, and it's hard for us, I think, humans to accept that most of the ideas that we have are not our own, that they're, that they're planted by uh, higher beings, our, our higher self, um, our loved ones in spirit or whatever. And I absolutely know that that's true. And, and by the way, uh, I do write quite a bit, and Shana takes credit for my writing. Um, she, she's told me through a medium that she's a better writer than I am. Uh, <laughs> And she she was an amazing writer. We found some things that she had written after she passed that we had no idea she had written. So she she definitely um, inspires me. I wake up in the morning and I have these these ideas that these downloads that I have. This this is what I've got to do. So um, yeah, she's definitely put me on a path. And I have the blog, but I've actually started another website where I'm doing uh, a life coaching business and stuff like that. So. You know, she's kind of said, OK, it's time for me to shift from what I've been doing into something different. So um, it's interesting to see how it's all unfolding. Can you share that website with us? It's uh, grief to growth dot com. So it's grief, G-R-I-E-F, the number two growth dot com. So, again, I, I, it's just wild how this stuff worked out. I've been volunteering for helping parents heal for the last three years and working with parents and mediums and healers and people like yourself and getting to meet all these people. I want to be able to contribute myself. With Helping Parents Seal, it's a closed group. So I, we only share within the group for the privacy of the parents. Right. So I want, to, I want to expand what I'm doing to the public. So again, I got to give a lot of credit to you for inspiration. I've actually started a podcast. I want to give back as much as I can. How do we find the podcast? Through your website, Grief to Growth? Yeah, it's on the website and it's also just grieftogrowth.com. It's weird to say that it's really exciting, but it is really exciting to feel like, you know, I kind of feel like I'm doing what I was supposed to do. I was mm-hmm. talking with someone yesterday and she was saying, I feel like you're kind of a natural. She's she's an Enneagram person. So she's, she said, you know, you feel like you're kind of a natural teacher. My grandfather was a pastor. Both of his parents were pastors. So I've always felt a calling to the ministry, not in terms of being a professional preacher, but in terms of service. So I've always volunteered with the church and, you know, stuff like that. But as for a living, you know, I sell hair care products, as, you know, so I'm feeling like there might be a way for me to step out and, and do even more than I'm doing now. And, and so I'm really excited about where things are going. Silver Birch, who has spoken through Maurice Barbonell in the trance state, mm-hmm. I would say service is the coin of spirit. I mean, it doesn't have to be a a big coin. I mean, little things can make a difference. Because Brian, I mean, I'm grateful that you found my show and and the other things that you've done. But 
I often take for granted the interviews that I have. I put them out in the world and, you know, I very rarely meet or talk to someone that listens, but it could change one life. And so you don't know what person that stumbles upon your site, your podcast, a blog post, and it's exactly what they need to hear and they feel Oh, okay. I, I'm not alone in this. I mean, you just never know the difference right. you can make. So I'll help you any way I can. Yeah. You, you don't know. And I, and you hear people when they have near death experiences and they have the life reviews and they find a lot of times it's the little things that are really the big things. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's smiling at a stranger. It's, you know, petting a dog. You know, there's a, there's a lady in the neighborhood that I, I see all the time and just stopping and talking to her and, you know, taking the time to pet her dog every day. I mean, and when her dog passed away, you know, she was like, she told people she was really grateful for that. You know, and so that's something that doesn't take any time out of my day, but it really, you know, means a lot to some, to, to her. But I, I want to go back to also what you said about the business. And I, I was coaching someone the other day and she's after her daughter passed, she said, well, I really want to do something of service. I want to, you know, I want to quit this, what I'm doing now. Uh, and I want to open up a spiritual, a spiritual store and I want to, you know, I, and I said, well, don't forget about the things you're doing already. You know, you you have a couple other daughters that you're very, very involved with. You need to be there for them. They're they're at a young time of their life. So that's going to take your time. You know, you've got other commitments, but maybe you just do some some things that you consider small things that serve people. So if I, for like myself, with you know, with Shana, it, it's been four years um, and I still haven't made a transition. I don't know if I ever will make a full transition, but I started off just you know, helping with helping parents heal, mm-hmm. um, you know, something like that. You can volunteer at church. So it doesn't have to be major life shifts. It doesn't. And what you're meant to do will find you. It'll keep knocking at your door. You'll get this, like, I've got to see this movie today. You know, these things yeah. will start happening when they're meant to. And I, I would have never guessed 30 years ago, I would be doing what I'm doing right now. Cause I wasn't a believer, but we're not shown the big picture. We're just shown what we need to, to take the next step. And if we can have that faith, it'll all work out because hair care products, it's service, different kinds of service. And we can't overlook that. Time for our last break. And when we come back, we'll be hearing some final thoughts from our dear friend, Brian Smith, from grief to growth. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Don't go anywhere. There's more Shades of the Afterlife coming right up. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner. 
leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Every eight minutes, the American Red Cross brings help and hope to people in need. Thanks to the support of everyday heroes like you, the Red Cross is able to respond to disasters big and small, support military families, help ensure that blood is available when needed, and teach life-saving skills like CPR and first aid. Be a hero. Donate today. Visit redcross.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS. The Coast to Coast AM mobile app is here and waiting for you right now. And with the app, you can hear classic shows from the past seven years, listen to the current live show, and get access to the Art Bell Vault where you can listen to uninterrupted audio. Head on over to the coasttocoastam.com website. We have a handy video guide to help you get the most out of your mobile app usage. All the info is waiting for you now at coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. You're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network with the best shows that explore the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. You can enjoy all shows on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and you may be asking what the grief audio is that Brian mentioned earlier. It's free. If you go to my website, wedontdie.com, scroll down, and if you join my Insiders Club, which is my email list, you get a free copy of that, free copy of my book, and some other things as well. Brian, thanks for sharing that. I just never know who I'm going to reach. If you reach me, you reach thousands of other people. So that's what we that's what we do. We 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 put our seeds out there, and we don't even know which ones are going to grow. We don't know what a word we say is going, you know, how it's going to help someone. And I, I was interviewing Elizabeth Bassan, and I said, you know, when when Morgan passed, her son passed, I'm sure, and you started Parents United and Lost. It wasn't even called Helping Parents Heal at the time. You had no idea it was going to grow to an international organization of like twelve thousand people, and she's literally saved thousands of lives. And I, I don't yes. I don't usually exaggerate, but I know because I've had people tell us, helping parents heal saved my life. I found you just when I needed you. We have to have faith that what we put out there, if we put it out there with good intentions, 
will help somebody else. Absolutely. And I do get that about saving lives. I hit an all-time low as a human being at my dad's death. And then I lost very close relationships. We were one of those families that fought. And Mm -hmm. although I didn't choose to check out of life, I realized and for the very first time had compassion for what a human would feel like to be that low, that that seems like a good idea. Yeah. Well, I tell you, um, for me as a parent, and I'm I'm very open about this, and I know some people probably think it's not a good thing to do, but I think it is. I was never suicidal to the point where I planned suicide, but I was to the point where I did not want to be here. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. I was listening to a podcast. There was a woman on and she had written a book and she was talking about what happened after her daughter passed. And I remember her saying she was on on the curb and a bus was coming by and she thought about stepping out in front of the bus. And when I heard that, I was like, okay, I've had that same feeling. You know, I've, I've felt like just you have that feeling where I, I don't want to be here. I want to be with my kid. It actually helped me to hear another person say that. Mm-hmm. And no, she didn't do it, by the way. She wrote a book and she was doing a podcast. She overcame that feeling, but she had the feeling. So I want to be able to be transparent enough for people to say, hey, I know what you're feeling. I've, I've felt what you're feeling and you can still survive this. Brian, I know you and I have talked to mediumship before, and I do believe there's good-hearted mediums that may not have the proper training. And I think it's important for anyone who's interested in going to a medium, really let the medium do the work. Say yes, no, or I don't know. You want to find a medium that in the first 10 minutes, if there's not a contact or you don't feel comfortable, that you don't pay. There's some real good standards out there. But what do you feel about mediums? Yeah, it's, you know, mediumship, I tell people, it's like any other profession. There are good mediums. There are bad mediums. There are fraudulent mediums. There are people that have good intentions. They're just not very good. And there aren't too many standards. There aren't too many real certification programs. Um, So I'm a big believer in mediumship. I am absolutely 99.99% sure I would be like Gary Schwartz and never say I'm 100% sure. (laughs) But I'm 99.99% sure that mediumship is real. But I'm skeptical of individual mediums because you don't know what any individual, how good they're going to be or how, what kind of integrity they're going to have. So you, you're right to be skeptical uh, and you're right to, I would say to people, I, I tell people, I would never go to see a medium without a reference. Um, I would always talk to someone who's been to them. I will look for certifications, but at the very least, a reference. Just like you wouldn't probably go see a surgeon who, you know, you don't know anything about without checking out their record. I would say with the medium, you want to you want to know what their background is. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, just even like bad restaurants, eventually they disappear. And I think with enough good restaurants, you know, people go to them. And so I like yeah. the idea that helpingparentsheal.org has a list of recommended. And uh, I do love that Mark Ireland did the work to do some certification. So I'm out to share good ones as well. And Mark has a full-time job, and it's it's a lot of work to it go is. through the program that, that he does. And, you know, I just interviewed a guy for my podcast yesterday who just passed the program. It's a lot of work for the mediums, too. Yes, of and course. And a lot of the mediums don't want to give up that time because it's it's five readings. They've got to get a certain score. Uh, it's totally blind. So they're told nothing about the sitter. Uh, the, the protocol keeps getting tougher, actually, as we find different ways that people can cheat. 
Um, so, for example, now Mark doesn't give out even the name of the person and they meet by Zoom or Skype or something where the medium doesn't know who the, they don't get the person's phone number. They don't get anything until like five minutes before the reading. I love um, it. So we want to do everything we can to make sure there's as much integrity as possible. And what's really interesting is the good mediums, they want that. I mean, the guy I was talking to earlier today, he said, I don't want to know anything about my sitter. And he said, I don't, I don't want to, to hot read the sitter or I always get hot read, a cold read. cold read. I don't want the cold read the sitter. He's like, I will actually sometimes look away. And I was talking to a medium friend of mine the other day and she had gone to something. They were talking about the different techniques that mediums use to cheat. So she said, from now on, when I do my gallery readings, I'm going to close my eyes because not only do I not want to cheat, but I don't want to get cues because mediums are very sensitive people. And we can learn to read. Mm -hmm. I'm not a medium, but we can learn to read body language. And if someone's nodding or shaking their head or crossing their arms, you can kind of get a feeling, even non-verbally, how they're answering. Yes. So a lot of memes are saying, now, I'm not even going to look at you. I don't, I don't want to look at you. So um, as I said, yeah, I, there are very, very good and very mediums with integrity. And I, I've got hundreds of stories I can share of mediums that have given me hits on things that they could never possibly know, just out of the blue. So I can say for certain it's real. I love it. Isn't it? fun to be swimming in this pool. Is that even the word expression I want to use? I don't know. But just to be on this journey of investigation and and then talk about the friends, probably you like myself, um, especially you and I, you make these friendships and they're on a different level than work-related or how's the weather or superficial. Uh, I mean, yeah. this, these are real, true friendships. It's, it's their family. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was talking to Elizabeth the other day and I'm like, Helping Parents Heal, is they're my family. So we did a conference in Scottsdale. And at the conference, okay, imagine you've got 500 people whose children have passed away. So this, the hotel staff thought this is going to be the saddest weekend ever. And we were sitting there at, you know, at the pool at night and having drinks and stuff. And people kept asking, who are those people over in the corner that are just laughing it up and stuff? And they're like, oh, those are the grieving parents. But, um, <laughs> no. you know. We were sitting around the fire one night. I remember telling that we were like, okay, first of all, we all felt like this was planned, that we were on a mission together. And the way I describe it is literally we're on a mission together. And I'm like, one day we're going to be sitting around a fire pit on the other side, having a conversation and reminiscing about everything that we've been through. So when you look at it that way and you look at these people that you've made these relationships with as your buddies in your troop. It just gives you a special bond that, you know, you don't have with other people. And I think even with you uh, or people even outside of the parents who have lost children, but people that understand the greater reality, we're living in a different world than most of the people here are. And I don't mean to sound arrogant, but they're kind of still asleep to what the real reality is. And we're in a twilight. We're living in both worlds. We're getting a glimpse. We're getting we're getting a little bit of memory of where we came from. We're looking forward to that. So we're in this world, as, you know, but we're not of it, as Jesus would say. Um, and, and knowing that makes it tolerable and makes us really, really want to serve as best we can while we're here. Plus, we all know we have this life review coming up. And <laughs> yes. We're going to judge ourselves. And, uh, you know, I, I know I've cleaned up my act a lot since I figured out that I'm going to be the one judging myself. You're so right about those life reviews. I've interviewed so many people who've had near-death experiences. And while, yes, 
we go through our lives and we replay them and they say we see ourselves from the eyes of the other person. So we actually feel the emotions about how we treated people. But after we go through that, we really feel the impact of the difference that we've made on our fellow mankind. And we do judge ourselves. There's nobody saying heaven for you, hell for you. It really is judging and looking at ourselves, how our souls progressed while we were here on earth. But after we see the negative things, we actually see the positive and we get to see and feel not only the good things that we did and how they impacted other people, but we get to see the ripple effect for our actions. So you never know in any moment, even if you're just paying a comment, compliment to somebody at the grocery store, the difference it can make in their lives, and then what they go ahead and do and help someone else. Anyways, Brian, we are coming up to the end of the episode. Is there anything I forgot to ask you or anything else you want to share or any final words that you, only you, Brian Smith, can share? No, I just want to say, uh, first of all, I want to say thank you for having me on. Uh, it was a couple years ago that we met and uh, you're you're my hero when it comes to this world, and you're one of the people that really inspired me to do the things that I'm doing. And I want to say to people that um, people that have my, might have lost children and hearing about this for the first time that there is hope after after your child passes. Um, you'll notice we don't I don't use the word died. I typically don't use the word lost because I know that my daughter is still right here with me, and I'm on a mission to help as many people know that as I possibly can. So if there's anything I can do to help you out, you know, let me know. Contact me at grieftogrowth.com. It's uh, grief, the number two growth. You can email me through there or check out my podcast and um, hopefully I'll help some people out. Brian, you most definitely have, and you will continue to do so. For our listeners, people need people. So if you're a parent in that club that no one wants to join, go to helpingparentsheal.org. Also, we have a phenomenal community at wedontdie.com. We've got a Facebook group of over 6,000 members. We've got weekly classes that are interactive so you can participate with others. We have our free Sunday gathering with free medium readings on every single one. So we want you to feel loved, supported, and be with a group of people that believe the afterlife is real. All at wedontdie.com. I'm Sandra Champlain, and from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank you for listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And if you like this episode of Shades of the Afterlife, wait until you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.